Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. So hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Point Safety Show uh, with myself, Scott Hartley, and my co-host, Scouse Andy. How are you, Scouse? You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm good, man. Excited for this pod, actually, today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I am too. It's been a few weeks we've been trying to get this in the background, but we are mm. delighted to be joined by Deuce from Red Zone in the lab. How are you, Deuce? You all right, mate? I'm good, man. Glad to be here. Finally got here. Uh, full disclosure. Uh, it was my fault the first time we ain't getting here. I, I apologize a hundred times. I totally hey. missed it, but I'm here now. <laughs> you are always welcome on this podcast. Don't worry about that. Appreciate at all. You that. were very, Appreciate very kind that. to better me on. That's what we you, say. <laughs> yeah, very, very kind to get me on in the early days on your show. So it's only right that we return the favor. Um, oh, so yes, yeah, I'm going to turn the favor to me, yo. Oh, I, got you, I, got, I, I got you on the calendar now, man. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Whatever, no star, dude. no stuff, man. <laughs> hey, it's, your, it's your show, Andy, anyway. It's your show. Exactly, this is my show, bro. So you understand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So there's a little bit of news in um, Commander Sand this week. We'll go into a bit, bit more detail probably later on in the show around OTAs in week two and how that's worked. But the only transaction updates we've got at the minute really are um, guard Andrew Norwell is on the pup list, so he's on the physically unable to perform list. He's got a uh, deal with a right elbow issue. He can't currently pass his physical, and the plan is to release him when he pass- when he uh, is healthy enough to be released, which should save us in excess of just over three and a half million pound against the cap, which would be quite interesting. I bet you're delighted about that, Scouse, because um, we know how much you've uh, oh, yeah, enjoyed not, him yeah, being you know, in the Burgundy Goals. I'm not a big fan of him. I think he is goddamn awful. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I mean, to be fair, I don't know what he's been doing with that elbow. Do you know what I mean? Like, to be still injured. Done nothing. Not. Did nothing in, in the trenches. <laughs> so what's he been doing? Uh, no idea. Um, no idea. Yeah, man, he's, yeah, he's horrible. I just can't wait for him to go, to be honest. And then the only other transaction, really, is that we've cut corner Cam Dantzler, who was obviously claimed off waivers earlier in the off-season. Um, it hasn't cost us anything. Um, we haven't paid him any signing bonus. There was nothing that was on his contract to... Uh, to go into any into any dead cap or any cap space. So, what are your thoughts on that, Juice? Is it that you um, you think that someone on the roster has obviously proved that they're better than Cam Dantzler? Yeah. So, a, a lot of fans had hope in Cam Dantzler. Um, he showed promise in the league. Uh, of course, he 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 had some on field um, issues where with the coach in Minnesota, which 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 got him benched. Um, you know, they thought that you know some fans thought that they could come here and. Ron can kind of rejuvenate them. Um, but obviously at $2.7 million uh, that they're going to um, regain back, you know, they didn't think that that was justified enough. Like he, he must have could not have outplayed the guys on the bottom of, of the roster as in like wild goose. Um, you know, some of those type of guys, Castro fields, those mm-hmm. bottom of the roster type guys in order for them to say, Hey, look, this 2.7 million is justified. We're going to keep you and release one of those guys that's making less than a million dollars. So obviously that gap, he didn't perform enough to fill that gap. So they uh, released him. So I'm I'm not surprised. I don't think it hurts the team one way or another. Gauss, any thoughts on that one, mate? 
Yeah, I agree with Deuce, really. He obviously didn't show out enough to prove that he's worth the money that he's getting paid compared to the other lads. So, um, so for me, it's... Yeah, I mean, we're not missing anything. I mean, I, I, was, I was hopeful that he was going to produce. And, you know, some people probably had him penciled in as maybe cornerback three or four. Yeah. Um, on the depth chart at the start, but but obviously, so obviously, you just didn't do anything for for them in the OTAs, so obviously not worth the cash. So goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's it's unfortunate, isn't it? It's unfortunate, but that's the that's the nature of this business. Brutal that's business, the nature isn't it? Of this Brutal team. business. Yeah. It is wild. I mean, like we we talked about it yesterday, uh, last week, wasn't it? I can't remember the uh, offensive tackle we we cut. Was it um to oh, I don't even know what his name was now. It's gone, but he'd been cut more times than 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 Hem- I'd ever seen. Himmelin. Him Himmelin. was it Himmelman? Yes, Himmelman, something like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. High upside guy, but yeah, he's always been bouncing around practice squads. But hey, it, it's a living, you know what I mean? It's not a, it's not um that you're going to get paid nothing. It's you're still getting paid very, very well, good dollar. Yeah, well, well, yeah. what, what, what is the vet, vet minimum? Is about eight hundred k, something like that. Is that what the vet um, minimum? Is? I think I so. Know, I think like, it may maybe. I think it was over a million. I, I, million. I think mm. yeah, somewhere around yeah, here. Yeah, I'll take a million. Dollars that's good money. I take it. I take <laughs> it. I would too. It's even practice squad is um, two hundred eighty-seven thousand. So Christian yeah. Wade was getting. So what are you doing? Just training to keep yourself fit. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. Quarter mil, billion. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I exactly. Yeah, you, you, you take it, wouldn't you? You take it definitely. So we've got a few. We've got a few questions here that we've got um, sent in. So thank you for everybody for sending your questions in. We really appreciate it. It keeps us going um, and it keeps us uh, getting your thoughts out there. So Darren H asks us: With Norwell and Dansel have gone, um, moving into our previous points, then do you see any other cap um, space casualties or cuts on the horizon? Then Deuce, what do you think of that? Um. I don't. I, I don't think so. Uh, I think uh, I'm not sure exactly where they are, but I, I would assume that they're at 90. Um, mm-hmm. Putting Noel on pup because he's going to be post June one, like you know Andy was saying. Hopefully, whatever he's doing with that elbow, because it couldn't have been doing a game. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, you know he's able to pass his physical, so we can go ahead and let him go. But I, th- you know, I think they 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 brought in um, a guy from the Rams, a cornerback. Uh, I think they brought him in this week. I think they brought in a tight end last week. They signed a couple of guys from the XFL. So I don't know where they at, but I'm quite sure they, they're very close or not at that 90 for what they need for a training camp. It may be some transactions on and off, but I think it'll be low-level transactions unless we get like a Josh Norman type thing or yeah. you know one of those type things that happen unexpectedly. But I just don't see any of that um, uh, around the league. And I think they really love the tight end room. So I don't even think they're going to make a move there. So, <laughs> Scouts, any thoughts on cuts or uh, any potential cap casualties in your mind? To be honest, no, I don't think there will be like a major, a major player anyway. Um, you know, before before a couple of injuries and like you know, Marnie Rogers, you might be thinking maybe Logan Thomas could have been a yeah. good and a cap casualty. Um, but obviously, you know, as soon as Rogers goes down. There's no chance that Thomas is going to get cut now. So, and same with um, the cornerback Fuller as well. So, th- again, he was another guy you could go, well, he's worth a lot of money. But at the end of the day, he- he's still being played exactly where he's meant to be playing the corner all through the OTAs, where they've moved around everybody else, like St. Houston and uh, the new lads as well. So, like Forbes, been playing them in the slot a little bit, just trying to give them a little bit of a taste and see what see what they can handle it or not. But they've not done that with Fuller at all. So that tells me that he's going to be he's going to be CB one. Being honest, I think he's going to be CB one on the depth chart. So, not so he won't be cut either. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they were the two that you would have said going into um, postseason, wouldn't you, that Fuller and um, Logan Thomas were the two highest earners. And then obviously Chase Rulier, as we've talked about before, yeah. who has been been done. And obviously moving into that and on that point, really, we had 2.79 million in cap space and we're due to get another 8.37 million tomorrow from post-June 1st cuts uh, and a projected 3 million um, or just over 3 million from Norwell. Takes it to about 14 mil, just over 14 mil in uh, cap space. Enough to get the uh, the boys, the two, yeah, the two the two draft picks, yeah, yeah that we haven't paid. signed yet. <laughs> honestly, that's that is wild. Honestly, I don't understand that how you can't <laughs> sign your first round draft pick or your second round draft pick, and they're the only two that are, that remain unsigned. It's just absolutely bizarre. I mean, honestly, that will happen tomorrow. I think pretty pretty, pretty yeah, sharpish. That'll be yeah. done. I mean, Dave, um, what do you think about Cam Curl's situation, man, with the uh, the contracts? Okay, think, first um, of all, first of all, let's talk about his dad, right? Shout out to his dad. <laughs> Greg's a dude, um, man. Greg yeah, is a Yeah, man. Dude. Like, I, I love Greg. Um, he's come in the spaces a few times and and uh, chopped it up with us. But no one was talking about him. Nobody was talking about Cam Curl. Extend nobody. Then his dad did the elite PR work, and he posted something. Hey, look, twenty million. And he even came into space and told us, hey, look, I just put the number out there. I know he ain't going to get no $20 million. But <laughs> ever since then, it's been talk about Cam Curl and an extension. I think it was elite PR work, and I think they do need to sign him. I think he is a great safety. I think he has progressed every year, and that's what you look at from your young guy. So he's definitely a piece that Ron preaches that they want to keep around here. So hopefully they're able to get a deal done with him. So what, what do you, you think, think that'll end up? Yeah, what do you, yeah. I think we've probably both both yeah. got there at the same time there, Scouts. What do you think you'll end up with there? Yeah, I I don't know what that number is. Um, I think right now the highest paid safeties uh don't make a, I think around 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere around there is a couple guys. Um, so yeah, he might come into maybe isn't 12, Derwin 13, James on 19? Isn't Derwin James? Derwin James is at 19? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I know I know Derwin James and those guys is is, is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know what the ex, what the exact numbers were. But yeah, I don't I don't think he gets I mean, like he's a house he's he's not a household name, right? He's yeah. he, he's our name. Um a lot of people don't know about him. That's because we haven't been winning. Um, but because he was in PFF. Uh, you know, in, in the top youngest safeties and well, top safeties in the league for a few weeks last week and, and in top five, actually he's like one and two for, for a long period of time. Um, I think that's going to bode well for him. Um, I, I think he's going to be one of the top 10 pays high safeties. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think that's where they should kind of, you know, kind of gauge it to, but the safeties don't get paid a, a whole lot of money. Um, first of all, and I think he's not on that level up there where Derwin James and those guys. So I think he comes in like round 12 or 13, somewhere around that range. Yeah. I would take that. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking like 12, 13 mil. Yeah, I was so thinking versatile and he's so good at different positions, not just one. Which yeah, that's, safeties yep. are great at one position, but not great at like, you know, the, the Buffalo or, or you know, strong or, or free, depending on what they are. Um, you know, they're not really versatile in that way. Some of these guys, like Derwin James isn't, you know, he's, he's one position. That's what he's good mm-hmm. at. Um, so so yeah, if you can get him for 12 13 mil per year, I'd be well happy with that. But I'm thinking more on the lines of that 16 to 17 mil per year, I reckon. Yeah, mm. that's possible. And, and, mm. and the, the thing I was so surprised about, I knew how important he was to the back four. I, I did, like, I know how important this, but when he went out, he's very important to the front seven, also, which was which oh, yeah. really blew my mind. Um, you know, we talk about William Jackson, we talk about um, 
you know, once he left, you're talking about Jack Del Rio getting in a groove, but a lot of that stuff happened and didn't happen when Cam Curl was on the field. So, um, yeah, he's very important to this team. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get in a higher team with him. 100%. I mean, did you see the uh, the first three games when, when Curl wasn't playing? Then yep. he put up, like, we can see that 95 points yeah, in three strange. games. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy scouts, isn't it? I mean, and then after that, I'm, we're top three D. After that, I'm hopeful around the fifty four years, fifty mil, maybe fifty five mil there or mm-hmm. thereabouts. I think that'd be that'd be good enough with an average of probably around about thirteen is where about take, some. Yeah, I'm sitting at. If, they, if they if they were happy with yeah. thirteen mil, I'd be taking snapping their hands off. So we've only got a few more. We've only got a few more questions here, uh, Deuce. really appreciate your time. I know you've got oh, got get got oh, the clocks ticking. Oh, I get that, man. So. Um, Jesse uh, from the Bleeding Burgundy podcast has asked, could Cole Turner emerge as tight end one if he stays healthy? Obviously, hearing a lot about Cole Turner in these OTAs, he is the OTA superstar. He was last year. Same thing again. But we saw how he got injured, banged up, ended up doing a bit, a lot more blocking than we expected him to do. Um, Scott Turner's scheme didn't help him in that regard at all. But what's your thoughts on that one then? Do you think he ends up being, a t- could be a tight end one scouse? We'll go to you first for that one. Me. Um, I think, mm. yeah, he, can, he could, he can be. Uh, he, he doesn't really have a, you know, a lot of competition really, you know. Uh, I, I think Logan Thomas is unfortunately on his way down in his career more than upwards. Um, he's still come off that that ACL injury as well. So I just don't think he's going to be sharp. I just don't think he's we're not going to get the 2020 version. Of, uh, of of Thomas, unfortunately. So, so if Cole Turner stays healthy, I don't see a reason why not. But more than likely, because of his size and his speed, he's probably going to be a red zone target more than anything else because his blocking isn't quite up to scratch just yet to play in between the 20s a lot, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with you completely there. Yeah, I think he could emerge as a tight end one. Um, it's going to take time for him to awesome. do that. I really like the fact that he's going to that um, training camp with uh, the George Kittle and uh, Travis Kelsey. And Greg mm-hmm. Olson and um, tight end you is going down to there. So that helps, you know, in the off season before in between the two mandatory camp and camp as it is now, he's going to that. So um, that's happy days. That's really good for him to get down there to, you know, learn from the elite within the game. It only, it only breeds well, doesn't it? You know what I mean? If you're going to put yourself out there, that's what you want as a young, um, young tight end. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a year two for him. So yeah, I think he could emerge. But sometimes we get um, we get affiliated too much with a uh, training camp favourite, don't we? There's lots of them that do that, and you they they build these flashes into training camp, and then it comes to preseason, it comes to the you know to the fifty three, and there's nothing there. Yeah, so I'm hopeful with Cole Turner. I really am. What about you, Deuce? What do you think on Cole Turner? Yeah, I really like Cole Turner, um, but I really love Curtis Hodges. Um, it's, it's very sad. You know he's dealing with injuries, and 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 you know we lost Armani Rogers, but I have I probably have different takes than a lot of people on Armani Rogers. I think as as a fan base, we really get caught up on on, on potential, and he went down, and, he, and and some fans seem like like we just lost Kelsey or something. But um, <laughs> when it comes to Cole Turner, my biggest concern, like he was a good um, downfield jump ball, he has a huge catch radius, um, but his route running. His tree wasn't really it, – it, it didn't look too good uh, last year. He was circling off a lot of his routes. He had bad hip placement, um, bad shoulder placement, you know, going into routes and things like that. But what I noticed from him when when I was there last Thursday is that the improvement there, like the the route running, um, he's ailing off his routes a whole lot more. He's dropping his shoulders, getting his hands up. 
Um, he's running a post route much better. Um, he's finding the zone a whole lot better because a lot of those threaded balls and those fireballs that Sam is forcing and and and, and completing is, is going to him. Um, they are getting a lot of work together. Um, they're getting a lot of work together. Um, I really believe that Cole Turner could end up being a starting uh, tight end uh, before the year is out. I think he still has a small ways to go before he's actually tight end one. I think he still has a lot of work, a um, lot of work to do. And I think this joint practice with the Ravens uh, is going to be real key to him amongst other players and positions. But for him, I think it's going to be a real key. And we get to see the the the, the fan lovely guard him in uh, Cal uh, Hamilton. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, that will be fun. So we'll, 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 we'll finish you off there with yourself and Deuce. Do you want to just talk to us about what you're doing at the minute, about the Twitter spaces, about what the community that you've kind of picked up on, on Twitter and about your show as well and when it and tell everyone about it when it drops. All that sort yeah, of um stuff. yeah man so uh spaces we have spaces community uh, which all you guys are a part of we have spaces multiple times a day throughout the week uh, where everyone could just come in you know chop it up talk about the team whatever's going on um you know just talk about that throughout the whole day or you can just come in and listen um or you can um you know or you can talk it's kind of like a radio show a type platform we're creating what we're trying to do is establish that we're trying to establish um, a network um, have shows scheduled every day so if you enjoy this show more or if you got time here you know that this show is going to be there um, the show that I have it runs from 11 to 2 right now it's every day is going to kind of transition to uh, Monday Wednesday and Friday and I, do you all know LJ yeah, you know, we do, yeah. LJ. Yeah. So um LJ kind of um started off doing some shows. So she's gonna be running that time on Tuesdays um and Thursday. So that's been really fun to kind of get her um equated in that. And then like the uh Red Zone in the Lat Red Zone DC is my um own uh media company that I have. I have about I think four or five podcasts um underneath my brand. We put out stuff every uh, week weekly, you know, four or five shows. I'm um, in two of them. I produced the other three. Um, we also, you know, having our merch to come out soon. And on Twitter, you know, we're kind of developing things, something that's that's in the works to be able to bring unite uh, all all the 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 fans together together in different places uh, around the world. So I'm really I'm really interested in that. I'm really um, excited about that to kind of bring us together because you know that's what we need, man. We've been down for entirely too long and we have fans all over the place um when the sale went down you know when the quote-unquote sale was finalized a few weeks <laughs> yeah. ago man you see you saw commander hats all over the place you didn't even know that these people exist but they starting to come back out and just to be able to reach all of them bring us all together um it's it's it's, it's going to be an honor to be um in in in, in involved in that um, it's going to be about four or five of us kind of leading and then the whole fan base like we're going to be reaching out to everyone that that's that's willing to engage to kind of help us with that 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 goal we can't wait to meet you obviously in person come september um you know when we're when we land in DC, we did the first ever Commanders game. We're going to do the first ever game post Dan Snyder, hopefully, you know, as long as that goes through. I honestly, I mean, we talked about it before. I honestly think this could be a sellout. You know what I mean? We are very close oh, yeah. to, to seeing oh, yeah. a lot of it. I'm very thankful that we've got our tickets. So shout out Freddie and everybody else who's involved <laughs> yeah. in that. So thank you so much for doing are you, that. Are you so, a season ticket holder, Deuce? Yes. Mm. Oh, nice. 
Whereabouts? Yes. No, like... second, second year. Second year. Yep. Nice, man. Nice. And whereabouts yeah, is it? Like, are you in what, what section? Yeah, I'm in 105. I was in 106 last year. It was in the middle. Wife wanted an end seat, so we moved over um, about 19 slots, so right on the other side of the walkway. We're, we're nice. on the end right there. Oh, okay, yeah. sweet, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I got a season ticket with Burroughs, oddly enough, up in the nosebleeds, even though I'm 5,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to give it away. We're going to give it away to so someone who's never been yeah, to the Yeah, and that's, before, that, that's so. some of the things that we've done. I mean, you, you all know I do a lot of work with – um. Uh, well, I don't want to say I do a lot, a lot of work in that sense, but all of my podcasts all have intros with uh, different members of the hog farmers mm-hmm. explaining how to uh, contribute to, to them. And, and last year, you know, we we did tons of different giveaways and all those tickets and and, and merchandise and all those things. Um, you know, so you had to, you know, in order to qualify, you had to like subscribe or donate or whatever, different things like that to hog farmers. And one of the things we're looking at doing is there is to purchase season tickets to be able to be able to give those away for all of the eight um, uh, home games that we have to fans and different wow. promotions and things like that that we run. No, that's amazing. I that's really good. It. Yeah, it's yeah. really good that you're tapping into that community and giving back as well. You know, that's mm-hmm. an important thing. I mean, we're all we're just two blokes from England talking, you know, crap on a podcast. <laughs> I get that. But it's it's amazing, this community that, can, that has been built pretty much since COVID really it started. And you know, we've noticed it massively that we're all involved in various different podcasts. You know, Scouts is on another one as well as this one. We're all on each other's shows. So the content community has been a real godsend and um, when it's come to this uh, to this franchise and this fan base so i can't thank you enough for being on our show with us tonight we really appreciate it um, and appreciate your time and um yeah thanks again for being on with us mate so um, we will catch up with you in september i'm really looking forward to it yes deuce yes yep yep appreciate it thank you remember hey. do it because you love it not because it loves you peace 100 man take care no, what a mind. guy what that a guy yeah. yeah it's been a long yeah, time in the good, making that one mate. he's a good but, fella um, he's a good fella dude so like dude so long really um, good bloke really good bloke and um yeah offline there he's just said that he's going to meet us um on the friday night so it should oh, be sweet. interesting should be probably show us how to friday. drink I reckon, do you reckon he'd be able to show us how to drink because i think he could have a few yeah, yeah. i think he can <laughs> yeah yeah i we'll think he probably could too we'll see what see what he's up to exactly <laughs> so we're into OTAs week two then, Scouse. And obviously looking at what's happened so far, I've got a bit of a rundown here and we'll talk about it as we go through. So Sam Howell is going to be mic'd up during the OTA practice to check on the play call in and check how he's reacted in the huddle. Um, you know, Howell has said over the, over the week that he's learned how to communicate better um, and it's helped with the play call in from EB. Um, we've had Terry and Diami Brown out there saying that Powell's leadership's grown and that he's commanding the guys well. And then Ron's also pointed out that it's still a competition um, until it gets to training camp or to the end of training camp. Obviously, we've seen Sam Howell on the field. We've seen various videos coming through. What are your thoughts on what you're hearing from OTAs? I mean, we're not there live to see it. We can only report what we're hearing from the reporters and what's going on online and the fans that are seeing it. I think I think everybody's everybody's happy with what he's doing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, there's there's been no one saying, "Oh, no, there's no Carson Wentz shit where he's throwing the ball miles up, miles into the dirt, you know, uh, way out way out of bounds and things at the same at the same time frames as how." And people going on about his 
uh, but his leadership's getting better. I just think he just knew his role. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you're a rookie coming in, you're a fifth-round pick, you, you are number three on the depth chart. You're not going to be going in there and giving it the big, big I am, that I'm this and that, the other, trying to lead the, all these, like, pro pro footballers, and you're never, never going to get the snaps with them. So what's the point in that? Do you know what I mean? So, and I'd be the same, probably. If I was in that situation, yeah, you want you to be a leader, but you're not going to go out there and trying to outdo... Wentz and Heineke and all these other dudes, as in, like, from a leadership standpoint, when you are third string, doesn't make any sense. So now that he's QB one supposedly at the moment, you see, you see, it's, it's his leadership has has always been there. He just never really shown it. That's all it is. Do you know yeah, it's I mean? very it's very difficult, isn't it? And it's different to lead a, a group of men in college football to then leading a group of men. In the NFL, who are getting paid to do, yeah, but it's different when you, you when you when, when you QB one, you know the difference. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at you all the you time. You are it. Come on. You are him. Yeah, yeah. You you're are you're, it, you're yeah. him exactly. You're him. And and the thing is that he wasn't when he was QB three. He wasn't. So what? So what's the point in trying to? He doesn't want to step on people's toes. That's what I think. He didn't want to step on the the quarterback's toes. At the end of the day, he's there to learn. At that point, you know what I mean. And now he's 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 QB one. I think he's just going to see him go on leaps and bounds, man. This guy's he's a killer, man. He's a killer. I tell you, he's gonna he's I, gonna show I, people, man. He's gonna show. People. I really hope we are right here and we've hit gold because it has been a long time coming. So yeah, was you know fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything crossed. You know we've got to push a thing. You've got to push and hope that you know. We go really well here, but he's looking good so far. But then again, do we have to temper expectations because yeah, you know it is no made. On it is and, made. Yeah. There's no pressure. You know, we've yeah. had six sessions now. You know, it's not a huge amount yeah. of time. That, I think that the good thing on. is about being mic'd up. You mentioned before about being mic'd mm-hmm. up, and it's the show. Can he actually say the verbiage? Because the verbiage I've heard is extremely long. Yeah, it's very wordy. As they call it, wordy. So mm-hmm. it's hard to just. First of all, get that, and then actually just say it out straight away because it's so long. There's so many different words, um, so I think that's why they're micing him, him up really to see can he actually say how it's meant to be said type thing, and and do the players get it? Um, so, and so far they've been pleased with it. You know what I mean? So, so again, I said there's been there's been no real low ball or low, low remark from anybody really from from Sam at the moment. So. Yeah, keep keep it going, keep it up, man. Yeah, I just watched EB's press conference before he came on um, the show here, and he was talking about it on there, and he's saying that Sam's learned how to over communicate, so they're, they're adding words in more verbiage to make sure that that they get the message across as to what they want during that play call. So having this oh, mic'd up okay. session can only only help, and that's probably it's why it's idea. too long. I think it's, I think idea. it's a great idea yeah, as well. Sometimes on, you can on, the, hmm. on the field, then they've been throwing under duress. Um, Hal's been hitting guys in strides. He's been showing off his arm strength, looking very accurate again. Not as accurate as he was, obviously, in week one, but, you know, he, he, well, he is still very accurate. What are you asking him to do, though? Is, is Any yeah. more difficult throws? Do you know what I mean? So, well, running on duress on five on five, that's a little bit different. You know, when yeah. you're in the two minute drill or. Like you see you're John, John Allen run at you or something, you're thinking, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not going to get difficult. hit. It still feels like, oh, wait a minute, you know. So I can understand. And, you know, it, I find I find that it's really useful that the the defense and the offense are now kind of like neck and neck as such. Yeah, working in tandem, aren't they? That's yeah, what which want. is nice because normally you see normally one team blow the other team out. 
which mm-hmm. will tell you that one who's getting blown out is god awful. So now that he's, we know our defense is a top three to top five defense. So if our if our offense is even just staying with them, well, I, I mean, okay, we're not going to be a top five offense, but top ten, top twelve offense could be could be on the on the on the cards. Yeah, they were saying that Sam's footwork, his timing is much better. Mm. You know, he's showing showing good signs of growth. Um, there was a couple of good pass breakups from Quan Martin and um, Defoe uh, as well. You know, um, look, looking at that, they've been playing really, really well. Obviously, we spoke slightly about Colton and then apparently he's having a great camp. So John Kaiman, and JP Finley's um, pods, I listened to both of them and they were saying, uh, singing his praises you know, saying that he's clearly worked on his route running and blocking in the off-season. And then you've just listened to Deuce there, who's just said exactly the same thing. You know, when he went up to training camp and watched them, he's telling you that, you know, the, the route running's improved, which is mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. A little bit on Jacoby Brissett as well. So they're saying that his timing has got better than it was last week. He's just looking like the, the, the ultimate pro that he is. You know, he is a backup quarterback who can start for you. And he is a professional, you know, he's in, knows his job. You know the, do you know the scary thing about him, though? Is that supposedly last year was his best year as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He won three games. Three? Mm, I didn't know. As a starter, I, did, back. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. There were three and seven before, uh, before wow. Watson came back at week 11. So, Statistically, I think so he was he's not his best a winner, game, wasn't it? He's not, he's not a true winner, but what he does, he doesn't give the ball away. He doesn't yeah. make silly mistakes. Do you know what I mean? He, he's, he's a bit conservative with the ball, which is what you expect. Um, and he won't win you the game, but he won't lose you the game. Do you know what I mean? He's one of them guys. And and and, and I said because of the guys he actually been in, you no, know, in his career, the main QB ones that he's actually worked with, you know, was very impressive. Yeah, uh, you know he's you know he's, he's had Tom Brady when he first started off. You know, because he was where was he at Indianapolis stars. as well, wasn't he? Indianapolis, was, yeah, yeah. He was so he's well. with Luck and he was with um, Philip Rivers as well. Wasn't Rivers, he? exactly. So. Yes. Yeah. So, 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 and there's there's, there's, two, there's loads of top dudes that he's he's learned from. Uh, there's another one as well. I can't remember his name. Top of my head. Um, yeah. But again, you know, he was. Uh, so he's a great. He's, he's a great backup, and he's he's obviously he's on. He's getting paid well to be the backup. No, eight mills uh, quite a lot, really. For yeah, and I think he knows what he knows what he's there for. And as you said before, if Sam's showing out and saying I am QB one, Jacoby's going to exactly. Yeah, he's not getting, and he knows that, and he knows there. that. Yeah. So that's why he's like, ah, I'll just take my time. I'll just get used to it slowly as I go along because mm-hmm. I'm not meant to be QB one, barring any injuries. He's not going to be in. He's not going to be playing. So, so again, the mentorship is 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 exactly why they got him in. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's worth the eight million just for that. I think that's a great move as well. I mean, we all talked about it in the off-season, especially earlier in this pod, you know, earlier in our shows, we're saying which which quarterback off the, mer- the merry-go-round would you get in? And I think unanimously we said Jacoby Brissett. You know, that that's was that was who we wanted in um, yeah. as a, you know, as a backup to Sam Howell. You know, if you were going to go down that that route and that's exactly where we are, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it's eight million well spent. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think that's a great well, let's move. Let's hope it is. As in, like, let's hope he doesn't have to play. Yes, absolutely. You know, our QBs, <laughs> when was the last time we had a fifth? When was oh, the last time we had a QB one who actually went the whole season without being injured? I'm touching wood right now. I'm knocking on a wood. Yeah. As, as I says, I do not <laughs> want to see Sam Howell get injured. We've got to talk about them then. We'll move on to the defense side for a little bit there. We've got to talk about the backs, the DBs, particularly Emmanuel Forbes. Your one six six George Foreman legged skinny looking dude. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people question him. A lot of people, oh, is he going to be? What's he going to be like? 
the reaction time has been excellent. You know, he's played on the outside a lot um, this week after being in the slot mainly last week. Um, you know, he's mirroring routes the way he's doing it. He's had some really, really good drives on the ball. His balance is great. He can break at speed. Um, apparently, he broke up a play against uh, Jahan Dotson and he broke a play up against Terry. However, Terry took him to school on a deep route um, later on in practice, as if to say, yeah, see you later, rookie. I'm still, I'm st- <laughs> yeah. still, I'm still number the, one, This mate, is the yeah. level he got a block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he also I'm, came I'm, up against uh, Cole Turner, covered him, and, you know, on the last play of the game, Fours was all over him, and it failed, it fell and failed incomplete. So he's showing out. He's showing his worth that first round pick. He plays he's hard, showing man. exactly what he he's plays there for. heavier than what he is. That's why we're not too worried about... I'm not too worried about his weight. Um... You know, he can he, come he on came to in at 175 now. He's at what 75 now. So he's put eight pounds of muscle on only in a few weeks, you know, maybe a month. Uh, you know, he's not lost any of your speed, as you're saying there. He's no. breaking up these guys' uh, pass plays, he's reading he's reading it well. You know, the, the, honestly, man, the guys, the guys, if he stays healthy, man, he's going to be a stud. And apparently, between the two of them, him and Quan Martin, they are absolute shit talkers, <laughs> which is <laughs> like not that. what we've had in the DBs for a while. So well, since Josh Norman, really. Yeah. Probably. So and Swearinger as well. You know what I mean? When you oh, think yeah, about DJ it that way. Yeah. So when you go back to it, yeah, I mean, apparently there was a, a a play where they went out to a screen and they and they threw the ball out to Brian Robinson, and he was coming round the corner, and obviously Bors was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to go for him." And apparently, Randy Jordan, the uh, RB's coach, was jumping up and down, hollering and screaming, and uh, Fours was like, "No, I'm going to. Oh, it, if this is live, I'd have smashed him and all this." And, I mean, <laughs> he's like, "I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it." And I mean, can you imagine that collision? <laughs> Ooh, it's probably not what you want your first round cornerback yeah, to do. Not really. But we, you know. but we, t- we talked about this last week. That honestly, it still baffles my head. It's got to be the hardest position in the entire game. You've got to do everything a wide receiver does backwards, but fast. You know what I mean? And that is, I mean, fair play. Fair play. If he can get it done, that looks That's like it's a, a premier position, it's a really, especially in the passing Of course league. it is. Yeah, man. Of course it is. But that is, he's going to look like a really, really good player. Um, Fuller, obviously, we t- you talked about it a little bit earlier when Deuce was on. Fuller's been sticking to the outside corner this week mm-hmm. and they've worked uh, Benjamin St. Goat uh, in the slot for a bit as well, so the goat is, you know, he's going well, in and out. Fair, that's what you could see. You really could see Fuller being like CB one, mm-hmm. Forbes on the other Forbes side, two. yeah. And then I'm, I'm saying goat actually in the in the slot, and maybe rotating along with Quan Martin, maybe Quan Martin, that might, yeah, that might be the the way it's gonna go. I am, I, I don't know really because I, I I like to have Saint Goat and Forbes rather than Fuller, but. Fuller did play well last year, so I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's a tough one. It's a good problem to have. You know, three, so when you're playing that corners, when you're playing, you know? that, when you're playing that Buffalo nickel, that's that's where Quan Martin's going to set sit, settle for me. Yeah, that's, that's but that's, you play. slot corner, you, you, you Buffalo nickel. That's yeah, what yeah. they really are. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're very the Absolutely. same position, so it's, it's you no. Know, they're they're there to stop the slot receiver. That's what they're there mm-hmm. for. So it's um, the Buffalo difference is that you're a bigger guy. I think bigger guy. Yeah. That and a, but if you're taking on St. Goat. He's six foot three. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's true. So, so that and he's really got good hands. Well, does it really? So. And, and what they're saying as well is they they really like his sideline to sideline speed. So he's got that speed to play, you know, across the. Uh, I say the only the problem with our defense, mate, is injuries because yeah, you're right. You know, Chase Young's injured all the time. You've got, um, you know, uh, Saint Goat's injured all the time. You know, Cam did miss games last year. Okay, first season he missed games, but he missed games. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Defoe injured the year before and his rugby yeah. season, he missed the whole season. You know, so he so did. these guys all again, that's the I think that's the biggest problem is is actual injuries and kind of can they stay healthy a full season? But within the cornerbacks, then there's got to be something out there like a Castro Fields. I mean, again, there's been talks of Everyone him likes flashing. Him. I've, I've Everyone not seen likes him. I mean, Neither he, have I. He's got some. Levin says he's got he's got some talent and he's fast and all the rest of it, which is you know, okay, great. But again, he was injured last year as well. So mm-hmm. you know, same. So it's like, well, how good? How how good really is he? He must be decent enough because obviously they got with the dancers straight away. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so he must be, be decent. There. But is it like? How good is he, or how good can he be? And I think, you know, as I said, they need to be fit, they need to be healthy the whole season, and you know, continue to learn and grow and become better players. So we'll go on then a little bit back to the offense. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll we'll switch back across and we'll talk about the running backs. So B Rob Brian Robinson was not happy at all yesterday. Um, Eric Bieniemy dug him out a little bit and reminded him, you know, at practice. Yeah. Um, of what he was doing and what he was doing wrong, um, especially around blocking. And there was a play that was completely blown up that Robinson didn't pick up his block at all. Um, and obviously in a in a live context, uh, yeah, that killed the QB. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he got dug out, and he, he you know, he knew he, did, he had a bad day uh, at the office, and he came off afterwards. There was a lot of uh, internal huddles, you know, between the running backs coach Randy Jordan and EB, you know, shouting and a lot of finger pointing. <laughs> um, you know, it was it was a lot, and then he took the he took the time after completely after practice had finished to sit with Ron Rivera for a good ten minutes talking about how he could improve himself, what went Who, wrong. B Rob, yeah, B Rob, yeah, sit next to Rivera, Rivera, yeah. And then you know, EB again in his press conference brought it up and said, "There's nothing wrong there. He's trying to trying to better himself, <laughs> but he wanted perfection every single day he trains, and he doesn't get perfection every day he trains, and that's what." I think uh, Eric Bieniemy actually messed up in the press conference, and he swore in the press conference. But he said, "You know, that's where when I lose my shit, that's when it, you know, that's when it goes down um, uh, at him." He said, "I'm only trying to pressure him." And this is a guy who's a running back as a player. You know what I mean? You know, you, you're not one of the best running backs in the game. I think sometimes you, know? you just got to be careful as well, though, haven't you? You know, it's all well and good digging them out and something like that, but some people don't like negative criticism, man. If they can't they handle know. it, and what it does, it ruins the confidence. So you just got to know the guys you really can, you know, tear a new one to in front of people, and guys you got to go be arm around the shoulder and say, "Look, man, that wasn't good." You know what I mean? And say yeah. it that way. So you just got to be careful sometimes because you know most guys can handle it. They think, "Oh, the professional players should be able to handle a ripping." Yeah, but some guys actually really are not fragile, but you just like it being said in a different way, and you respond yeah. and you respond better that way rather than always being dug out. So you just got to but- be. He'll be learn that though. He'll learn that over time as well. The players that he's got, what the demands. Well, you like to think so, but don't um, forget though, he did have this problem at Kansas City as well that he, he didn't did, really yeah. change his style. It was all like, "I'm going to hold you accountable every time," which you don't be wrong. It's a great philosophy. It's a great thing to have, and that's always going to drive us to be better. But you just got to be doing it to the, the people who can handle it. Do you know what I mean? Who who, who can be coached hard, as they call it. You know. Mm-hmm. Rather than being like you know, and and you know, and the other guys that won't be able to handle it like that, you, you don't you don't rip them in that respect. Do you know what I mean? But you do it in a different way. So to that point, then Scouts, Alid has asked us a question, um, and he's asked us a question saying, "What is your views on Robinson and Gibson? Who is number one back, and will they share snaps?" 
I think we've also got to probably talk a little bit about um, Rodriguez Jr. as well, you know, in this and Jonathan Williams. You know, are you keeping four backs on the roster? Where are we going? What's happening? You're probably going to have three. I think three backs on the roster as an on the 53. And you'll mm-hmm. have one on the practice squad, either between Patterson or Williams, probably. I don't think Patterson will be guys. about. I really don't think he'll be. Yeah, there. I mean, it just depends. It just depends. You know, some might take him, or he might, or they might cut him. I don't know. But um, the thing is, for me, it's like B Rob for me is RB one, as in yeah. like because he's that bruiser who can, who can you can give him it twenty five times in a game, and he's not going to fumble it. He's not going to do that. Now Gibson is a completely different skill set, and for me. Gibson still is a wide receiver to me, just built like mm-hmm. a running back now because he's mad, he's no he put on weight and massive, and he's gonna be better out in space. So it's gonna be the screen game for him. It's gonna be these short passes here and there, dink and dunk with him. And he, and then if you give him in space, mate, how fast he is and how big he is, he's gonna be a nightmare to stop. So he, he's he's more like the McKinnon role, if that makes sense. But yeah. a better McKinnon, but a better McKinnon, I think he's better than McKinnon in that role. We've just not seen him in it that often because we've used him as a primary running back, which isn't really what he was. He, he never has been. That's why he's still a little slow at times with vision and stuff like that because he's not He's not a running back. He's a wide receiver converting to running back because of his size. So funnily enough, Darren, um, Darren H has asked us again another question and it falls nicely into what we're talking about there. So he said, do we think that Gibson could end up as some kind of tight end wide receiver hybrid leaving the running back position to Rodriguez and Robinson as you two, you can two see bruises. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say tight end, but I'd definitely say, you know, the wide receiver type hybrid role. You know, yeah. the, uh, as I've mentioned before, the screen game and yeah, and that third, that, that third down pace of change of back. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third, third down back. So he's he's not bad in pass pro, and your third down back has to be good at that because nine, not nine out of ten, maybe about seven out of ten on third down, you're probably going to throw it. So, of course you are, so you know, so so you got to be have a decent running back who can actually who can actually pass protect. Um, that's why McKissick was so good for us because he was great at that, but he was really good in the flats, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but that's what B- Gibson ca- has got the skill set to do that 100%. And Ooh. you might even see him yeah. not play running back, you know, <laughs> yeah. at all. You might just see the two bruises just hammering, uh, no, these guys up, up, like through the middle, wearing down, wearing down, and then use you know, um, Gibson in the flats and also, um, Curtis Samuel as well. So, you know, that's the same. I mean, we've got options there, man. You know, we, we've, got, we've got the talent, it's just about executing. Yeah, that Debo Samuel type role that is, you know, really highly. Yeah, he's a wide receiver running that's... back, isn't he? Really, that's what he really is. I mean, get yeah, the ball in space, and he burns you because he's that bloody fast, you know. And, and Gibson's exactly the same. We just never used him that way because he had to be our RB one. We didn't mm. have any decent, really. We didn't have decent. We didn't have anyone, did we? Or we had decent. We had, we had a decent third or third down back at the time. You know, was say McKissick. but he wasn't an RB two. Do you know what I mean? Like he can come in when he needed a breather. Because let's face it, he's not used to getting. Pounded thirty times a game. He came from college. They don't. They hardly tackle anyway. You know what I mean? Never mind getting hammered by four or five guys every time he gets the ball. You know. So and I, I do like Jonathan Williams as well. I think he's a solid. He's not, you know what I mean? He's, he's a solid he's, running back. He's solid. He's solid. He's, he's, he's not going to break a tackle and go for go to the house. He's not. No, no, not at all. But again, you see, it all depends how. I mean, the way it looks like with our style. Our style looks like it really is going to be smash mouth football. It's going to be like three mm-hmm. bruises because really. 
you know, Williams is a bit of a bruiser as well. So yeah, he's a big old boy. You know, you know those dudes like to run and run hard and run through you. Do you know what I mean? If, if you're on the defensive line, you're just thinking, oh mate, this is a nightmare because you think you've got you stop one of them. Oh yeah, it's, it's okay. No, it's not because you got the next guy and he's fresh and you're knackered. It's like, oh mate, this is this isn't. It's not going to be a good day for us. Do you know what I mean? And that and that and because of that. You could open up the, uh, the, the the passing the, uh, game as well, yeah. Exactly the passing game, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what West Coast is. That's exactly what West Coast is, mate. It's exactly what it is. Run, run normally. Start with the run, and then you no know, um, play action after that. That's what it's about. So you know, there's weirdly enough, we talked about this a while ago. We talked about Marty Mayhew and Ron sitting in that press conference, and him saying basically you want to do an, an 80-20 run to pass ratio. <clears throat> we were like, nah, I can't do that. That's bollocks. Well, that's never gonna happen. Just put I, like it out there. It would, I, still, I still like to think it wouldn't be that. I, no, I, I don't think so. More, I think I still think it'd probably be a 60 40. 60 40, but yeah. yeah. I, I think passing more than, than rushing, to be fair. Yeah, I think so too. 60 40 in, in yeah, favour of, of throwing. In favour yeah, of the I throw so. the pass, yeah. So, you know, you've got too many weapons there not to get the ball out. And you've got a exactly skilled right. you've got a skilled quarterback now who can do the deep ball as well. So, you know, and he's accurate. That's all you need, man. You don't need him to be like 500-yard games, six TDs every week. You just need him to get the ball to the main dudes, let them do the work. Simple as that, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's, got uh, it, he's, got, he's got that. You know what I mean? It's skill set. Last bit of news then. Last bit of news from the OTAs, really, the on-the-field stuff this week, was the O-line. We always like to talk about the O-line on this show. Um, yeah. The first-team O-line was Lucas at left tackle, Sadiq Charles, left guard, Gates at centre, Cosme at right guard, and Wiley at right tackle. And apparently, Sadiq Charles' initial punch and his jam has got a lot better than what it has done. It's been, you know, he's been talked about quite a lot, you know, the progressions there. I obviously, as I said before, listen to uh, Eric Bienemy's press conference. If you haven't listened to it, it's on Commander's YouTube before you get on here. He was specifically called out and mentioned that Sadiq has got better and has grown over time. Okay. So if you're getting Good. called out by the assistant head coach and offensive yeah, like coordinator, yeah, you think something right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first. That's great. That was that's, the f- that's, that's good to hear. You know, I, I just think the problem mm-hmm. is with Sadiq. Is his injury again? Injury problem. Yeah. How long can Not he last? Is he gonna last four weeks? Is it six weeks this year? You just don't know. And that's the only problem with him. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get. You're not. You're not getting a proven guy who's willing to play through injuries. You know, for Leno's faults, he plays through injuries. He plays every week. He doesn't miss games. So the second team O-line then was Trent Scott at left tackle, who's a guy we picked up from um, the Steelers. Who? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who it is? Wait until we get into the third one, mate. <laughs> oh, no. Then we've got Paul, um, Chris Paul at left guard. We've got Tyler Larson at centre. We had someone called Sutherland at right guard and Akinbulu at right tackle. So, yeah, that was the second team cool. one. No, and the third sound cool, does it? No, the third team O line was uh Brayden Daniels, our draft pick, uh, at left tackle, Aaron Montero at left guard, Ricky yeah. Stromberg at center, Laufenberg or Laufenberg at right guard, and then the lad we picked up from the XFL, Jones Smith at right tackle. Okay, so how, how, do you know how they actually performed? No idea. Basically, no. I think the only bits that were looked at was kind of the first. Quite I mean, interesting, though. Fair, that I, mean, the, I actually like the, the third string better than the second. The way that was sounding. Mm, interesting. Know, I mean, you got you got two guys from the from the draft picks, your third rounder and your fourth rounder there. Yeah. Okay, you are potential. And that's the reason probably why they're in the third team rather than the second team. 
And then you got the guy from the XFL, he was the best offensive lineman in the XFL on the right yeah. side. So so that should look sounded better than the bloody second team. So you'd, so you'd hope that them three would push up to by the time training camp starts or finishes that oh, they yeah, would be I, I pushing up so. to the second string, I, wouldn't you? You know what but I mean? I always, but I said, though, didn't I? I don't know if I said it to you or it might have been in one of the other chats, but I think that Larson is going to be centre number two. I, don't, I yeah. don't think it's going to be Stromberg, barring injuries or an amazing growth. You won't even see the field this year. Do you know what I mean? Do you think that's a good thing? Yeah, I do. I, I think that's a good thing. Because you need to you need to learn not just the system, but you need to learn how the NFL plays. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and sometimes playing, you know, too much too soon can actually cause you a problem. You know, because you lose your confidence. Like I mentioned before, you know, if these big guys are hammering you straight away. You're like, oh my god, I can't cope. I can't hang in the NFL, and you lose your confidence, and that's and that's a disaster for any football player. Um, so, so for me, I mean, let's face it though, Larson's going to get injured again. I mean, let's face yeah, it. and he's only on a year's contract, isn't he? As yeah, well, so. and that's it. You see, it's probably the perfect stepping stone where, you know, they're looking for the future with with Stromberg rather than the now. They got Gates as the starter. Hopefully, he stays mm-hmm. healthy, which means that Larson won't play that much, which means he stays healthy, you know. But obviously, if if one of them goes down, more than likely Larson will go down as well later on because he, he lasts about four or five games himself before he gets hurt again. Unfortunately, it's just how we how, how he's built, but. It's um and then maybe Stromberg it maybe a chance maybe like a Sam Howe maybe last game of the season he might start or yeah. if if, if we got on to play for us and like we're shite you know but um hopefully oh without a playoff continuing should I say um <laughs> we'll see yeah I know what you mean I know interesting you mean. have we got a Scouse's sizzle this week no nothing to sizzle about that's the problem it's the problem with it's the, the off season, season isn't it it's the off season there's not a lot it's to problem. go it's not, it's not a lot of ripping you know because like obviously you know the dance and other things all done so there's no point in me going on about him all the time yeah and there's no point in going on about what he's what he well no well because not even it's not even training so i, can't even I got a bone to pick i got a bone to pick a little bit here i got a bone to pick a okay, little then bit then what's the scott sizzle no, so sour well, september can't come quick enough that's one thing but the second one i suppose is I'm, you know, it's still this constant downtrodden of Sam Howell, you know, oh, it's going to be, he's the worst quarterback going, the worst starter. Has anyone actually watched Tampa Bay Buccaneers in practice? Have you seen, have you seen Kyle Trask and (laughs) Baker Mayfield? Honestly, Baker Mayfield is not hitting anyone. He was getting killed. Yep. Like if they were playing like properly, either either got killed like knocked out. Come, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's um, it's it's interesting how he's he's accurate. These are the guys aren't you know? Car as well is struggling apparently in New Orleans. So you know, yeah, it's it's like anything. It's, it's and he's letting them forget. He's got to learn a new system as well, just like they have. Like all those yeah. guys there. Well, Lance doesn't, but the other guys have actually had to learn a new system. So they're going to be bad at the start. How this is he's learning a new system as well, but he's not been bad. See what I mean? Yeah. What's that tell you? The guy works, man. He's a worker. Like he said, he was listening to and um, watching Patrick Mahomes and on all the tape on EBs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you no, know, because when he wasn't allowed to speak to the enemy and the rest of it, and as soon as he knew he was coming, that was it. It was like I'm getting all the tape of of them, and he's learning how how Pat Mahomes was again footwork. He mentioned earlier footwork. How his footwork leads into the receiver, how it makes him open, even though it's his footwork, if that makes sense. That guy's the receiver open. It's weird. It's like because the time inside of it. Yeah. And all that. And, and, and he's, he's learning that just by watching Mahomes and seeing what he does. And, and then when you hear, so, when you hear reports that like people are saying he's hitting the receivers in stride, 
you know, that is what you want to hear right now in May. I know no one's practicing, but these are the months now in these OTAs, in these training camps where you're winning now. This is where you learn for the season. This is where you get it down. You understand, you get your teamwork, you get the camaraderie together, you understand the playbook. This is it now. This is why EB is so hard on them at the moment around the accountability side of it, as you yeah. spoke on before. He wants perfection every play. He does. He wants 100% and, every play. And that, and that shows you the winning mentality that he's come from. You don't win championships if you shit as a coach. <laughs> you don't win championships. It doesn't happen. And for so long, we have had coaching staff that have just been so laissez-faire, so meh, don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Mid. Take that attitude of, yeah, take that attitude of mid, I'm not interested. I'd yeah. rather just It's, it's okay to make a mistake here. It's all good. No, no, no. And what I'm really impressed with, and some people have also called out Ron on this, you know, oh, is he just, is he going to just give it all up to EB? He could even leave before the season starts. There's the rumours I've heard already of certain podcasters and certain Members of the media, you, you know, that, that's ridiculous. been floated out there. It is ridiculous. He has been absolutely hands-off. He gave everything to Eric Bienemy and said, your baby, your train set, you get on with it. And sure enough, that's exactly, exactly what's happened. That's you know, exactly what few... he wants. He, what he wants to show, look, I'm not under Andy Reid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Reid's boyfriend or buddy mm-hmm. number two or whatever you want to call me. You know, I'm my own man, and I know what I'm doing. You know, and, and, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for it. It's just a disrespect. I think that's what you're trying to get yeah. at, isn't it, mate? The disrespect it is. is is real. It really is. But again, if, if he was if he, if he was at any other team, he wouldn't be getting this much disrespect. No way. Any other Absolutely team. Absolutely no way. It's called us, mate. It's called us. No, anyone who comes here, mate, you must think, fuck's sake, mate. I don't really don't want to <laughs> be here because, no, it's not that I don't like Washington or the people there. It's all the shit from the fucking... Media is horrendous, and and the low balls, and oh yeah, you're not that good. You you know, blah blah blah. You know, you're fifth rounder, blah blah blah. The goat, the goat, the the goat was was a sixth rounder. The goat, correct? Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. It's a lot less though. The possibilities is is low, but somehow it's not a fifth round pick, man. He really isn't. He should not have been lumped in with those absolute shite QBs that went in the year that he went. That was. It's Patrick Willis, not Patrick Willis, um, Willis. Malik Willis. Malik yeah, Willis. Willis. Um, well, he's getting cut, or there's talks yeah, of him getting, going he's, he's, straight yeah, away. He's being sacked off. I mean, that, that's how bad he is. He's a third rounder. And I then was on his hype train. The to first be fair. round picket. I mean, he, he's okay, but he's not. He's, he, I don't think he's better than Sam Howell. I really no, don't. Kyle, don't Kyle Trask. Come on. Kyle Trask? No, shite. I mean, I was a, I'm a follower of the game. I mean, I've seen him play. Fucking dog shit, me. Same with Richardson. That's why I don't think Richardson's any good. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he could be a massive bust. He's a superstar. He's a superstar as an athlete, but he, but you know, <laughs> he's, he, but end of the day, as a quarterback, he got better to throw the ball on time, accuracy. That's yeah. what it's about. That's why Tom Brady's the goat, and he's not because he's not running around, you know, running over people, and you know, forty-five fucking inch vertical and all this. He just fucking comes in and, and delivers the ball on time where it should be, and that's mm-hmm. what and that's and that's all you got to do. I'm not saying Absolutely it's easy. Right. <laughs> it's a very hard position. But yes. What I'm saying is, yeah, what I'm saying is saying, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather have a pocket. I mean, an actual passer who can actually use accurate rather than a guy who's an ultimate like you know Jim Head, you no know, absolute Lamar Jackson, stats yeah, machine, around, yeah. and all that. Like, I'd rather I'd yeah. rather somebody who's like who knows what he's doing. He knows where to put that ball at every time, throwing the ball mm-hmm. to only where your receiver can get it and the, the DB can't every time or or nine out of ten. 
that's what you're after. Do you know what I mean? Of course it is. And that's what, and for me, Richardson, mate, is a, I think he's going to be a big boss. He, he is Jamarcus Russell 2.0, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you now, bro. I'm telling you. They'll use the real. But people are saying Michael he's Michael Vick 2.0. He'd be, running, he'd, be running, he'd be running all the time and he'd be running like a running back. And, and he'd be like, he'd be like um, Cam Newton. He'll get yeah. injured in two years and that would be the end of him. His shoulder would be knackered because he just hammered him. You know what I mean? And, and that'll, that'll be him done. He, he won't get past his first rookie contract. As a starter, I'll tell you that. Mark the date, 1st of June. Already I'm told you. I've, I've already predicted the future, mate. Four years later, he's going to be nowhere. I'm putting it on the, I'm putting it on the, putting it on the docket. There's been a little bit of an injury update then. So AG, Antonio Gibson, did not participate in team drills. Uh, apparently, he's been riding the bike um, as well. He was just a bit winded. Nothing major at all. He oh. just picked up, you know, it, I think he just must have even took a hit quite hard and... You know, it's like when you get a bit well, fell kind so, of like awkwardly, whatever awkwardly, yeah. So, nothing to write home about on that. The only other one was Casimir Allen, who's come in as our undrafted free agent, uh, rookie punt returner, stroke kick returner. He has a hamstring injury and well, hasn't practiced down. at all, yeah. Hasn't practiced at all, so I'll slow you down. So, yeah, make sure he's right, man. Four weeks. Obviously, absentees again from OTAs this week, uh, same as last week, Charles Leno. Chase Young, Montez Sweat were the only three absentees from uh, from OTAs. That's it. Um, Cam, Cam Kill's doing the right way. Cam Kill. So Cam Kill right is there. He is he's there. there. He's Again, just not he is with not participating yeah. in team drills, but he's yeah. doing individual drills. Yeah. He's which saying, is what, what man, I don't want to get do. hurt. I want a new contract. I'm not going to sit out completely, but I'm going to. I'm proving a point. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's basically what he's doing. You know, of course that's he exactly is. what Chase Young should be doing. It's exactly what the um, you know Wanta Sweat should be doing. Now these guys should be there. They're captains. Okay, Chase, well, Chase isn't. Blah, yeah, blah, he's blah, an alternate. But yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Well, he's been you a know, captain though before. Yeah, that's he's the, been that's a captain. He's lost a captaincy. What's that tell you? What's that tell you about yeah. his mentality? It's not great, well, is it? Funnily enough, Mike Allen's asked us um, a few questions here, and his first one we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get onto that. He says, "How committed is Chase Young?" Well, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't look it at the moment, does he? He doesn't look committed at all. No. I mean, maybe he never wanted to be picked by us. No, we don't forget he's a local lad. Maybe he wanted to move away. Maybe he wanted to be away from his family. Because some people actually like being away from everybody like that. Because, you know, you might have some dodgy friends. You know what I mean? Like, you might get him in trouble, blah, 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 you know. Um, so it might be an element of that, maybe. Maybe, because let's face it, besides, like, his rookie season, he's, he, I don't know, he's been injured a lot and, and all the rest of it, but he doesn't come across like a guy that he, he wants to be there 24 7, which you got to live and breathe football. He doesn't come across that way, do you know? He's a no, motivator like that, but but his actions aren't the same as his words. Do you know what I mean? I think as, as a real leader, for me, it should be the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. You do you know, it silently. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be the John Allen type. John Allen type. This is how yeah. you do it. You know what I mean? And you know, like like Terry, for example, I mean he's he's obviously become more vocal over the last couple of years, but but before then he was very quiet, but he was still showing you how it's done professionally, how to be professional, how to be a leader, but in the quiet sense of look, this is how, this is how you do it, you know what I mean? Rather than like being I'm all this and all that. And he's got he's got more confident with that now. He's, since he got his big yeah, you look at the off. you look at the edge rushers from Ohio State, and you look at the difference between Chase Young and Nick Bosa, and w- w- what are you saying there? You know, Nick Bosa's not out there being that rah rah. Look at me. Do no, you think he's came Nick in here, Chase? He is a beast. Do you think Nick, Nick? Do you think that Chase Young's come in here as a number two overall pick and thought to himself, 
I've made it. I've made it here. I'm yeah. a bit of a Bertie big bollocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this 100%. is the other thing as well. We have to remember these kids are young. And we say that they're kids. kids. Exactly. I mean, kids. you know, I, I'm not 40. I'm 39. You know what I mean? You're what? Just are you 40? I don't know. Yeah, 39. Same as me. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not old by any stretch of the imagination, but we're looking at 19, 20, 21 year old guys. Had, back to, don't forget, these guys have had the, the wind, you know, the yeah. arse licked the whole life. Especially if you're at a big school, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't forget, I mean, even in high school, you started high up school. in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's American sport, if you're a sportsman, if you're a jock, as they call it, and, you, and you're actually good at it, man, you, you are like, no, the face, the face on the school. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't see that in England. You know what I mean? Like, no, if you're good no. at playing, playing for your school, that doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? But over there, it's a big thing because that gets you into college. You know what I mean? And then college gets into the NFL. So it's, it's that step and way. So, so if they're good, and Chase Young probably was an absolute beast at 14. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why he, he just bull rushed everybody and he was so physical. And that's how he, he had one move and that's what beat everybody up because he couldn't block him. Because he was that good at what one specific move, bull rush. But he's had that all his life. He's the best. 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 No one starts to slack off. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, this is easy. I'm, I'm just fucking number two overall pick. I've earned thirty mil for four years here because that's what you get about that. About that. Yeah, day. about that. Yes, yeah, second man pick for rookie. Oh yeah, you know this is this is easy. This look at his endorsement deals. I'm getting rookie of the yeah. season, NFL. Oh mate, there you go, mate. Come on, I've made I've, it. Yeah. I've nailed it. I'm, I'm I'm the fucking bollocks. You know what I mean? Then obviously he tries to be big headed. He, he he has a massive down half a year, and then he blows his knee. So, and then and since then, he, I think he's still come across as the same type of dude. Though it's like, yeah. no worries, this is gonna be this is easy for me. I'm coming back. I'll be fine. But the thing is, it's like he, it does. He doesn't come across that he wants to be. At Washington, like he should be there at OTAs, even if there's someone yeah. practicing team drills, he should still be there, like what Cam Curl's doing. So from the outside looking in, I think he's not. He's he's not. To answer the question, he's not motivated, or he doesn't seem motivated to play for us. Yeah, I agree completely with you. We've had a bit of a chat there, and I think you're right. You know, I look at that, and I know what I was like. At, you know, as a young lad. You know, in my early twenties, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I I thought I knew the world. You know, I thought <laughs> I, I knew everything. But yeah. <clears throat> slowly but surely, you realize you didn't know shit exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. And especially and you're giving these, I think it's giving these people millions of dollars, you know, what I mean? endorsement deals. I mean, don't forget these small places, these small high schools, these small towns. That's all they've got is high school football. So yeah. all, all, the, all the families out there watching the game Friday night, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're already playing in front of crowds at, at 12, 13 years old. You know, I know they're I know. used to all that. So for that, they're getting all the love when they play well and the good players. And oh my god, you're going to be this and that. It, it is, man. It's I can understand why it's it's difficult for some players to really switch it on and be that, you know, um, NFL type kind of like leader quality dude. Having all that kind of praise all the time because this is the first time Chase has probably had any criticism has been his last couple of years. Yeah, in his whole life, exactly. probably, probably. Mm-hmm. So Mike's also come out with another question. He says, with Sam Howell looking sharp in practice, do you guys think my 12 and 5 prediction is a little negative? <laughs> I, I still think it's very optimistic, bro. I really do. So do I. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, don't get me wrong, I'd love a 12 and 5 season, but yeah. we are taking on some dudes this year, man. The QBs, man, we're taking on a top draw. I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man, to get even anywhere near nine, ten wins, then man twelve. 
Yeah, well. he's also said here, a bit of tongue-in-cheek with his next question. He said, with our defence wide receiver core and running backs being almost the best in the NFL, do you think we'll be the first 17-0 and team? I mean, I absolutely <laughs> love your optimism in May. But, uh, yeah. Not this year. Not, Maybe forget not, last season's um, league again. Schedule again. Know. Yeah, yeah, get their schedule again. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But not this year, Mike. Uh, I really no, love your optimism. Super Bowl bound. Super Bowl bound. Yeah. Um, Darren H has also asked, um, do we want hard knocks? I think I do. I actually do want hard knocks this year, to be fair. I think it's a it's a good time for us to actually be involved in it. I mean, we're one of the few teams who haven't been involved. There's yeah. only two or three teams left, I think, who have not done it. So um, I think I it's think... between us and New York G- Jets. It's I think Jets, it's Jets, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, th- that'd be quite a good one as well because of the Rogers turning Rogers, up there. But, yeah. but I think I think it's better for us because obviously we're going through the the the, the change, you know, the kind of mm-hmm. ownership change, and, and I think that'd be a perfect time to show Washington it's changed. It's this isn't fucking Dan Snyder's wank anymore. This is completely different, you know. Blah 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 blah. I'd be all I'd, I'd be all over it. if I was Jason Wright. I'd be all over. It. I'd be there ringing them up saying, "Hey, give us give us hard knocks this year." Yeah, yeah ring up TV stations and that's so they'll give us hard knocks. I said, the only problem with hard knocks is. Watch. I really struggle to get to watch it because there's not much leaks on YouTube. There's not many places you can watch yeah, it. It's, it's all on it's all on HBO, which we can't get over here. Can't download HBO app. Um, and then yeah, you're getting a one-time hour slot on a Tuesday night or whatever it is on Sky Sports, and the hope that between nine and ten you're going to be able to. Well, watch can't it. you record it? You record um, it. I ain't got a record box, so it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of them. I'll just have to try. I'll try my best if we do get it, but we'll we'll get there. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Mike also asked the last last couple of questions here. Scouts is, do you think that we're due some luck? Um, and obviously, you can think of this in two ways. Really, you could think of this in in game. Are we due some luck, or are we due some luck on injuries? I think we're absolutely due some luck on injuries this year. Um, no question about it. I, just, one I, just, of those I mean, I mean, luck. I mean, it depends how you believe in luck. Is it you? Do you make your own luck? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it just literally pure fortunate, you know, Heineke type of throws into triple coverage and our receiver comes down with it? You know what I mean? Like those type of things. That's pure luck. Um, I'd say yes, as an organization, we need some like more good luck in general, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think we're not going to get that look to be fair because the referee is going to still try and fuck us all when he can you know because they don't want us to win just yet they don't want us to be they never want us to win mate. when we play teams it isn't just 11 or 11 it's 12 or 11 you know and it's always been that way You have, we have to play perfectly clean football otherwise we lose and it's because the referees keep fucking us with stupid things like you know let me look at the I mean we can go through all the last season some of those yeah. ridiculous holding calls and in the, in, the, in the red zone and all and in the end zone and stuff and, and how can you not see it? Of course you can see it. You know what I mean? But he didn't want to throw it. Why? Because he didn't want us to win. It's as simple as that, you know? Um, and I think it's still going to be the same way until they start to see us in a better light. Yes, it, it, it is only going to get better. But I can't... But, you know, I think, you know, referees won't be on our side for quite some time just yet. So, very last question then, Scouts is G is from again from Mike. He's putting about six today. So fair play, <laughs> Mike. Thanks for uh, for doing this. He says, Do you think the world will see Scout Sandy, Scott Hartley, and PM Burroughs on CNN the Friday before the home opener? 
Why? Well, I, I hope have we not. been arrested or something? Is that, <laughs> I is that why say, we're on the yeah. telly? I don't know. TV and CNN. <laughs> British invasion. The British invasion. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, won't be, it, it, it wouldn't be positive if we were on the TV. I tell you that. <laughs> we're not on the TV. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely be in the, going into jail. You know, three three decades bladded. We can do something stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> go to jail for the name. Three British uh, Washington Commanders fans have broke into FedEx Field. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing a pigskin around. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, oh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, that's it from us, really. I don't think there's anything else that we have um, to talk about. But, yeah, thank you again for joining us. Numbers, again, steady um, this week. We're up to just shy of 400 um, views, again, uh, 400 okay. uh, downloads. So really, really, really week, good. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's getting there now, you know, episode 30. Can you believe that we're this 30. far already? The 30. 30. Yeah. This is 30. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, Scouts. Absolutely crazy. But yeah, I really enjoy this time. Thank you so much for being on with me. Um, obviously, every Thursday, oh, this will drop. Oh, is, if you need to get hold of us, all the socials and everything is after the uh, the podcast is finished. You can catch Scouse at on Twitter at ScouseAndy20. You can catch myself. I'm ScottyH84. And the pod is one point safety four. Um, yeah, give us a give us a follow, give us a like and subscribe. And if you yeah. want anything different on here, yeah, interact, know, man, put the questions in, wanna, and let us know. You change it up a little bit or or whatever. Yeah, you know, let us know. And we'll see you again next week, guests? guys. Is there more guests you want? Is it more? Yeah. You no, know, if you want more American guests, we can get them. We, we have we have you know, we we are lucky. We do a few a few, few friends. Do yeah. know, a few friends that we can bring along. You know, if you want us to do that, or if you just want to keep it uh, mostly as a a UK based, um, like, like we intended it to be, and um, then we're happy with that as well. Um, but I say just, just let us know in the comments or Twitter, either way. Yeah, thanks very much for everyone again. And we'll hope to see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter, at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.